<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. A woman meets an older man on a sugar daddy website, then proceeds to blind him with detergent and steal his things. That's what authorities say happened, and we discuss it with renowned former detective Phil Waters. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. Hey, everybody. You know from watching Sidebar how important self-defense is? Well, that's why we have teamed up with Palm Pepper Spray, a very proud sponsor of us here at Law & Crime. And we got some exciting news for you. Palm is running a Black Friday sale on our channel right now. By using code SIDEBAR20, you can take advantage of 20% off of your entire Palm Pepper Spray order. Now, let me talk to you a little bit more about this. So Palm not only has this incredible range and capacity to it, but its design prevents accidental misfires too. So whether you're carrying the unit on your keys or your keychain or snapping it on your backpack, you don't have to face the dangers of this world empty-handed. You can learn more at palmpepperspray.com. And again, use code SIDEBAR20 for a special 20% off. So here's a story for you. A man meets a woman online on a sugar daddy website. They go out on one date. She goes over to his place in the middle of the night, asks for $2,000, and then blinds him with detergent after he refuses to give her the money. That's a true story. That's what authorities say happened out in Texas. And this woman, 26-year-old Haley Renee Medina, is charged with robbery. Let me bring in right now legendary former homicide detective Phil Waters to talk about this. Phil, good to see you. Thank goodness this is not a worst-case scenario where, you know, there's actually a homicide. But my goodness, incredible details here. Let me just lay out a little bit more. Phil, this is a, a, we have a 61-year-old man. And he meets Medina on this website called SeekingArrangement.com. The sheriff has described it as one of these, for lack of a better term, sugar daddy type sites where people with money meet up with younger people that need money and make some sort of arrangement to date or what have you. Uh, that's what the sheriff said. And, you know, Phil and I, we've, we've talked about this, the dangers of meeting strangers online. But what about this? Well, I, it's great to be back with you, Jesse. It's, it has been a while. Uh, yeah. So I, I tell you, you know, I, I read the article and, and uh, get the sense of this whole scenario here. And, you know, I, I guess all I can say is, you know, there's a lot of lonely people out there uh, on both sides of the coin. And, and uh, what, as you already alluded to, that, the blinding with the detergent, that's, this guy needs to be thankful. That's all she did. And, you know, she, she's going to, she's going to pay a price for what she did, of course. But, you know, these things, these websites that are set up, they're, they're targeting a specific marketplace here. And to use the sheriff's words, a sugar daddy. So that would impose why that this is something for older men to go on to so that younger women can facilitate some sort of a 
hookup of some kind. And let's just be clear about how this went down. So it's not like he met her and then she immediately came back to his place. That's not what happened. So they go on one date, I believe in early November. Nothing reportedly bad happened between the two of them. But according to him, he had no plans to meet up with her again. But later on in the month, she arrives unannounced at his home at 2.30 in the morning, knocking on his door. He lets her in. They speak. They drink wine. And Medina suddenly asks for $2,000. And when he refused to give over the money, she allegedly threw a fit. He apparently said he didn't have that kind of money. Medina destroyed all these items, including his flat screen TV, his entertainment center, a painting. He told her to stop. She then takes this laundry detergent, allegedly, pours it on his head, his head, and it burns and blinds his eyes. This is a chemical burn. So Mm -hmm. that scenario of facts right there, that timeline, how she was actually approached him in the middle of the night, what are you looking for there? Well, I would tell you this. The fact that she knew his address. Right, right. Where he was, uh, he disclosed way too much information on this first date. And so therefore. Or or, let's be clear. They could have been texting. They might have still been texting um, throughout. There might have been reports that like he still texted her. But yeah, you're right. He probably disclosed too much. It's possible. I guess the point I'm trying to make here is, is that she knew where he lived. Yeah. And that is uh, that's a huge mistake, especially if he goes out with this gal one time and has no plans. I think in the article says has no plans to seek her out again. So we don't know. There's always a backstory. So we don't know the backstory here about why he decided he did not want to see her again. And does that mean that something culminated at his residence? They went out to dinner. They went back to his house, blah, blah, blah. It's over the so and so something happened on the first date that he wanted nothing more to do with her. And then she shows up weeks later, knocking on the door, middle of the night, because she knows where he lives. And she has, I would assume that she's been there before because she knows what he has in the house that is of value. And she's presuming, and this is all just my speculation, that he's got 2000 bucks that he can lay out. That's very interesting that she has a specific amount that she would right, <laughs> like to right? get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the whole backstory is going to be pretty interesting, even just the, the story that we know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I'll tell you, the fact that she asked for the $2,000, but my understanding is after she was arrested, she was able to post a $20,000 bond. Curious how that was possible. Um, what do you think about that? Well, well, in a normal bonding situation, it's 10% of the bond. So it would be $2,000, right? Um, which is kind of odd. I've never believed in coincidence. I don't know if she was planning, you know, who knows, but the, and there is a possibility that I don't know what their bonding process is in Bear County, but she may have been released on a PR bond. She may put up some sort of collateral. There's a lot of different ways that she could have posted that $20,000 bond or I would think not, but I mean, maybe he went and posted it with the $2,000 that she wanted. Mm. I mean, you know, there's a whole here, but it would be interesting to see how she posted the bond. That would be an interesting. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I think I think what's interesting is the fact that, I mean, if this is true, that she came over and wanted the money because it, you mentioned it before. If this was, in fact, a sugar daddy relationship or they're met on a website where that is the implied relationship, that is a financial arrangement. And if he mm-hmm. had, again, I don't know, if he had given off the impression that he had more money than he did, have you ever seen those kinds of scenarios where somebody, you know, is, is, gets enraged and attacks because they believe someone had more money than they promised? Have you ever seen anything like that? Again, I don't know the circumstances of it, but the idea that she came over or allegedly came over, demanded $2,000, he didn't hand it over, and that's what happened. Have you ever heard of a scenario like that? Oh, well, sure. And that, that, that happens a lot when you have somebody who's, who's representing themselves as being something more than perhaps, at least in the, in the uh, terms of possessions and, and income, uh, they, they represent themselves as something that they're not. And then when somebody calls them out or calls them for yeah. some sort of money, then they don't, then they, they're exposed to, to what they really are. And it, and it, it makes a person angry because they, right. they didn't get what they wanted from a person who they thought they could get it from. Phil, what about what she allegedly took? So after she pours the liquid on him, she allegedly ended up stealing his possessions like his passport, an iPhone, a surveillance camera, a Dyson hairdryer. What's that all about? <laughs> well, perhaps she was going to go do her hair after she was finished here with this thing. I don't know. Uh, By the well, way, the, if, the, I will tell uh, you, I will tell you not to make light of it. Dyson hairdryer. I know this from experience. Fantastic hair blower. So I'm not oh, yeah, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. Of course, we don't know what her thinking is. Obviously, she's trying to get some sort of remuneration for her effort of coming over and asking for the two grand. The phone, I guess, perhaps she's thinking she can sell the phone. Uh, I don't think she can pawn the phone. I think she could but uh, uh, probably sell it on the street somewhere. The hairdryer. Maybe she recognizes the value of a Dyson hairdryer and she thinks she can go pawn it for a paltry sum of money. Yeah. Uh, the passport, that's a little weird. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what she's even Unless she thinking. was like going to like hold it for ransom. Like, I'll give this back to you unless you pay me money. Uh, uh, and the surveillance camera, the surveillance camera is like basically she wanted to make sure she wasn't caught. I don't know. I. That would be, I mean, I, if I'm trying to think like her, I would think, yeah, she sees the camera and uh, and then she suddenly says, well, if I take the camera, not knowing that, I mean, she's already been exposed to it, right? So the the camera, I guess she's thinking if she takes the camera, then 
she's taking the video that the camera maybe which is true which is not true right so who knows what she's thinking i mean she shows up in the middle of the night one two grand from this guy so uh she's not thinking clearly anyway but the and, and you mean items, that because because the video is stored somewhere else it's not necessarily on the camera yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah it's not gonna be on the camera more yeah. than likely yeah and what what i think is interesting is where was the camera mm. exterior camera was it an exterior so so who knows what this thing got set up as when they had their first meeting? I mean, are they in there doing whatever they're doing and it's being, it's being filmed? I mean, so there's a whole lot of que- the, the things that she took for me generates a whole lot of questions. Why she took those specific items? What was, what led up to this in the first place? what promises had he possibly made to her in their first engagement? And then now he's saying, well, he didn't plan on getting with her again, mm. uh, communicated to her, uh, so forth and so on. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot of questions generate for me as a detective. Yeah. I'm just, you know, wow, there's a whole lot of moving parts here. And by the way, the reason she is charged with robbery is because under Texas law, let me read what it is. It's a person commits an offense if in the course of committing theft, as defined under the statute, with intent to obtain or maintain control of the property, he or she intentionally, knowingly, or recklessly causes bodily injury to another, which based on the facts of this case seems to fit perfectly in line with, this is a second degree felony, two to 20 years in prison. That's my understanding. And Phil, I'm curious if she's convicted of this, um, what she could face here, because let me just give a little background about her, her, her criminal history. The sheriff said that this young lady, quote, has actually got a pretty extensive criminal history, DUI times three. That's according to the sheriff. Um, so there's a felony level DWI. Uh, she has been arrested for intoxication assault, aggravated assault. Aggravated assault on a security guard from a 2020 case. She's certainly no stranger to the law. That's what the sheriff said. Now, our understanding is that when she was arrested for aggravated assault, that case was ultimately dismissed for insufficient evidence. So with all that in mind, um, what could she be looking at here? Well, if they're charging her and if they're going to charge her with a second degree, which is the two to 20, I mean, obviously she could be looking at two to 20 years uh, and a fine. Now, I don't know how the Barrett County DA operates. They may have determined the path of least resistance is the second degree robbery charge. It's the easiest to prove. And they moved on from there. Right. Given her history, I would be curious to know. I know that she may have, if she was convicted uh, three times, if she's got three DWI convictions, that third one would have been a felony. And then we've got an aggravated assault, I think you said, and an aggravated assault on a security guard which I believe when it is a security guard. And she wasn't convicted of that. She was just an arrest. She was, she was not convicted. She right? was not she convicted was of the, yeah, of the security guard. Well, but we still have the charge there. So, and that, and I'm curious about that particular charge because I believe the law changed that would, if it's a, if it's an aggravated assault on a security guard, it, the, the level of punishment is raised mm. to a first degree. Uh, I'd have but without, but without again. a conviction, without a conviction, I don't know if it could be used against her uh, in a sentence. Oh, well, well, it, it, 
you have to understand, you know, what was the, why was it dismissed? Right. It says lack of evidence, but that could mean that the, the, uh, the complainant in that case may have decided to not right. seek further prosecution. So let, let me ask you real quick before I let you go about her side for a second. I was wondering if there's any way she could say that she was lured there. You know, he told her to come over or, you know, he gave her the address. She shows up and she acted in self-defense. Now, I, I don't know if that's going to work considering the circumstances of this, but more particularly, if she took items from him, how you argue self-defense and take the items. I just was trying to brainstorm potential ways she could defend herself here. Oh, I just think she was going to, I thought she, I think she just thinks she was going to get away with it, but uh, she's, she can claim self-defense all day long, but you have to go to the end of it. And she takes these items out of after, after, after pouring the detergent on him. And I, I don't think she's got much of a defense here at all. Even if he, let's just say for the sake of the discussion, he did contact her, said, come on over yada 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 and then her because right. we're only hearing his side of this right so right. there's always two sides of the story and this is what the sheriff is 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 revealing at this point now she may say i'd be curious to know if they interviewed her to get to get her side of it or if they just you know cuffed her and stuffed her but uh so i i mean it, it's kind of one of these she may say he called me up he said, come on over. I came over and I told him that if we're going to do whatever it was we're going to do, it's going to cost you $2,000. Mm. It's not going to be a freebie like maybe the first one was a free. You know what I'm saying? And then there may have been a quid pro quo here regarding the two grand. So, and then he said, well, <laughs> I don't have two grand and I'm not going to pay you two grand. And they may have already done whatever it was they were going to do. And then she's asking for the money. Uh, so there's a lot of variables here about, yeah, you know, I don't know. If, yeah. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Still not going to be a defense. Still not going to be a defense for robbery. We promised me $2,000, well, no, no. but, uh, but I hear no, you. No, no, It won't be a defense yeah. uh, for robbing this guy. And, and, uh, you know, he's just, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he paid a price, uh, yeah. for, uh, you know, getting off into this nonsense in the first place. So he needs to stay off those websites. You, you get what you pay for, right? Or what you don't pay. I, for. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's what he's paying for, but Phil, Phil waters. Thank you so much. Good seeing you. Always love having you here on sidebar. Always appreciate it. Always good being with you, Jesse. You have a great day. You too. And that is all we have for you here on Sidebar, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. Speak to you next time.